Welcome to Wax Halfwell, episode 15. I'm your host, Wax, as always. I'm joined by Ads, my co-host. Ads, what do you think about our intro music? What do I think about our intro music? I think I need to make intro music for us, and I've said that I will do it, but I'm just so lazy that it's never going to happen. Well, well could, you, could you at least rate our music first? I kind of want to know what your thoughts are, and then I'll give you mine. Uh, I think it's it's just, it's okay. I don't know where Keith got it from, so I don't want to flame producer Keith in the 30 seconds into the show, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like generic. It doesn't really catch our spirit, you know? I feel like our spirit is stronger than the music. Well, my, my thing is, my thing is this music is like way too chill. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. And this podcast is, uh, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if chill is the word I would use to describe it. What's the word you would use to describe it? energetic i mean energetically wrong unapologetically false fake news energetic when you're not tired when you're not tired of course i'm always tired but today i woke up very early so all right i was gonna say shit show i was gonna say shit show is the correct correct way to describe this podcast yep that's another one yeah and our intro does not have shit show energy it has the energy of people who know what they're doing a little bit i don't i don't know if that's the case with us Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. That's why we should make it like video gamify. The hey, in some so, sort of formula. So, what kind of instruments do you play? Like uh, you said, you're going to make the music. Are you thinking about it? I play the synthesizer. Oh, and just just a keyboard and stuff like that, and just use a keyboard like a MIDI keyboard. Okay, and so you're, yeah, you're, you're, I don't have any you're instruments. A composer. I don't have any instruments, so. I don't have any other instruments. I have a, another keyboard, but that's like a shitty keyboard. And you I never learned how to play. Yeah. Okay. And I never learned how to play the guitar because I have very small fingers. Mm. And I have very small hands. And they're also very pudgy hands. And ah. you need... My fingers touch two strings at the same time. So I would need like a... Edited... A... What do you... What's the, what's the code for it? What, for what? what? For like what are you trying guitar. to? Sp- I need a custom guitar. I need a oh, custom okay. guitar just for me, where the strings are spaced out a bit wider. All right. So you have like strong farmer's hands, not delicate artist hands. Yeah. I yeah, and I also have bad hand-eye coordination. Okay, that that's also not good. <laughs> yeah, it's a, all the worst things for playing instruments, but it's okay. And for playing video games. For playing video games too, you're overcoming a lot. You are really. I I really was given the worst. Of genetics, but I persevered through the power of friendship or some shit like that. What do you mean? You, 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 don't, don't blame your parents like that. Don't disrespect, disrespect them like I that. I blame them for a lot, okay? And my shit genetics is one of them, as hey, we hey, discussed yeah. last week. How's, how's, how's your deadlift these days? Fucking garbage. Don't even get me started. Ah, okay. I've got an ankle injury right now. I can barely lift. Well, that's just because of injury, though. How was it going before that? Going garbage because COVID cancelled like gets you out of the out of the groove. Like gyms closed for a while, and then mm. they weren't closed. But then there was COVID back in Sydney, and so I didn't go to the gym while COVID was in Sydney. But we just hit thirty days of no COVID, not a single positive test. I think in thirty days. I don't know if that changed today. For all I know, fucking forty-seven people got COVID today. But who knows? I'm just imagining you though that like. When you did your first lift, you just casually did like a gigantic weight, and you're like, "Oh shit, this shit is easy." Or I was you, like, like hovering. I was like hovering at like 180k. 
kg. I don't know what that is in pounds. For your first deadlift? No, that's not like that's like my top set. No, no, I'm saying like I I, I just imagine the you first having time like good... I did the deadlift. Yeah, you... that with me? yeah, yeah. I imagine you had good. I'm just imagining that you had good genetics and you're one of those guys who just walked in there and it was just a natural. I don't think habit. I have good genetics, but I think I do have like an advantageous build for for. That's yeah, literally good genetics. That's literally what good genetics is, man. Yeah, but I don't have good. I, I I I have good lifting genetics. I just have good genetics for the actual deadlift. I have very short arms, and mm-hmm. I'm not very tall. So like that's good because less. You're, range you're of still the, you're still defining genetics. You're still defining. Yes, but okay. Outside of the deadlift, it's not that okay. useful. All right. I, okay, I see no way to transition from this topic to what we're going to start on, so we'll just do it awkwardly Speaking as usual. Speaking of protein, which is a necessary component of lifting. Yeah. Oh, you want, you want me to go? I, I wanted you to continue off that. My bad. I, I didn't okay. Know. You kind of this so confident. I thought you were just going to continue it off. No, no. You're going to no, go on. It's, it's your topic. I want you to lead it. All right, all right. So, so, so speaking of protein, one of the best proteins to have when you're trying to put on bulk is fish. Wait, is that true? I just made that that's, up. That's for leaning. You should have fish when you're leaning. Oh, okay. It's lean so meat. Does it does it actually matter what meat you have when you're bulking? Is, is fish a meat? I don't. I mean, yeah. It is okay. Well, whatever. Let's just say it is for the sake of this conversation. Yeah, for the sake of this conversation, fish is meat. But it does doesn't matter because technically all that matters is calories. But fish is lower in calories than say a steak, ah, and so okay. is chicken. So like, if maximum amount of food that you can eat without feeling like shit twenty four seven. It's mm-hmm. better to eat a steak on a bulk than it is to eat fish. You just okay, have to okay. eat way more fish than you would. Probably expensive so, okay. as fuck as well. So nutritionally, all proteins created equal, but it's just whatever doesn't make you feel like crap. Yeah, kinda. Like yes, protein is protein in a sense. There are like certain macros and macronutrients and micronutrients that mm-hmm. matter, but yeah, mm-hmm. r- roughly yeah, you could simplify it as yes. All right, so we we brought up fish because. Uh, whatever. A couple episodes ago, we talked about fast food because we have. To, well, I I have a weird fascination with uh, the fast food industry and new products, so I had to rush down to Popeyes and get their new Cajun flounder sandwich, which comes on the tails of their widely pop, hugely popular, industry changing chicken sandwich. So I tried it out, um, and um, I guess it was fine. I was a little bit disappointed because the chicken sandwich, which basically just changed the entire fast food game, it caused every rival company to rethink their product line and develop a new chicken sandwich to try and compete there. Anyway, this fish sandwich, it was fine. I'm not going to go into a deep review. I just want to ask you ads. Does a concept of a fish sandwich exist there? Because I feel like I think this is just the standard thing. But, but you fish, may... Fish sandwiches exist. I think they're pretty popular mm. in Australia. They're not as popular like as in popular, I mean, like behind the beef and the chicken, I guess, beef burgers and chicken sandwiches, burgers, whatever you want to call them. But like, obviously the most iconic one is the fish, the fish filet, right? From Macca's. The filet, the filet of fish. Filet of fish. Fucking, I don't know okay. what it's called. I've right. had it once in my life, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> fish filet. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Fish over here is mainly seen as a. Is fish and chips popular in the US? It's it's really not. So it's seen as like it's seen as almost exotic when it's not that exotic. It's 
I'm yeah, not so exotic, but it's seen as like, oh, it's that thing like British people and Australians eat. Yeah, so similar to British people who are like more probably more famous for it. Mm-hmm. We, we have a lot of like almost every little suburb will have a local fish and chips shop. Yeah, where they'll do like obviously fish and chips, and they'll do like other seafood variants, and some of them do have um, fish, like a sandwich, a fish sandwich in the shop as well. Like mm-hmm. they'll make a fish sandwich as well. But, but it's not I'm, normal. It's not the in, standard. It's not the standard. No, you normally fish okay. chips is like fish chips, and then you know uh, what's what's the uh, octopus thing called? I calamari. Calamari. Yeah, is that octopus or squid? I forget. Uh, I forget. Could be both. It's, I don't know. Man. I think it's, I think it's some maybe it's another species altogether. I I I, I get my cephalopods confused. Yeah, they're all the same, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I was asking you. I was asking you because I. I thought that maybe it would be kind of strange when you already have fish and chips to then put it in a sandwich. That might be seen as like an odd thing Americans do. I don't know. Mm, I've seen some sandwich, some sa- okay. some fish and chips place make it as a sandwich, but it's not common. Okay. Any, so anyway, we were discussing this before the show, and you said something kind of con- somewhat controversial, something that very much offended. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know who it offended more, me or producer Keith. But you said you hate tartar sauce. Wait, what, what were your words exactly? Tartar sauce is shit. Wait, tartar, tartar sauce is ass. Okay, and okay. fucking fish and chip shops love giving you like ten tartar sauce bags and like one. I don't. I don't know. Like, is it cheaper to get tartar sauce than what the fuck is tartar? Wait, wait. Before we go, what the fuck is tartar sauce? Like, what is it? It's like mayonnaise mixed with chopped pickles, isn't it? Okay, I hate mayonnaise. So... Pickles, pickles in that shit too. Wait, wait, you hate mayonnaise too? I don't really like mayo. Okay. Like, I don't like, like straight mayo. There's wait. some mayo that's tolerable, but yeah, in general, I don't like mayo. But you can you can eat fish, right? I feel no, like no, I don't eat fish. Okay, so you're going it's off your memories from memories, like, yeah. from, from a long time ago. It was like, man, I fucking hated that shit. Yeah, yeah but okay, so so now that I understand that tartar sauce, mm-hmm. I thought it was something to do with mayo. But I understand yeah. that it's mayo and pickles. I understand completely why I hate it because I hate both those shit. Okay, so that's just us. And also, when you go to a fish and chip shop, they give you like ten fucking I get the like little squares where you like squeeze out the the tartar sauce, and maybe like two tomato sauce or ketchup, whatever the fuck you call it, in the bag. And it's like no one asked for all this tartar sauce. I don't like any of this tartar sauce. I throw it in the bin. Put some more fucking damn ketchup and. Put another lemon in there. In there. So, so, so what do you have? Lemons. So what do you have your fish with? Your your fried fish with with ketchup? Yeah, that's what, what? I used to do. Oh man, that's that's that sounds so weird. Actually, no, sorry. I, I put the ketchup on the chips, and yeah, then yeah, I just yeah. put lemon, lemon, and then salt and pepper. See, no, but you you do both. You put the lemon you put the lemon on the fish, and then you also dip it in the tartar sauce. Yeah, but I don't like tartar sauce. So why would I do that? So, like, what do you not like about it? You, you, one, you don't like mayo. You don't like pickles. You don't like both of them. Yeah, I don't like both of them, and I don't like them put together. What it's about just, it? Like, I, it tasted bad. Like, I haven't, I haven't had it in like ten years easily. But when I last had it, it was bad. Like, it just tastes. It's, I guess it's like it's hot. It's like very tarty. Uh yeah, yeah. That's the point. You don't like tart. Yeah, I don't like the like tart like. You know, wait, Vegemite? That, have you ever had Vegemite? Wait, is, it, is that why it's called tartar sauce? Probably not. But... Probably not. That's what I was thinking. Am I onto <laughs> something here as I said it? 
And I'm like, I'm going to sound like a stupid cunt for saying it, but yeah. So I didn't say it. Luckily you said it, but <laughs> hey. uh, yeah. Like what, what is, I, I lost my straight train of thought. What were you going to ask? Uh, I don't know. I was asking you why you, why you hate pickles. Because they're garbage and fucking so many stores make up for their shitty quality burgers for put and put more pickles in it as if you wouldn't notice that there's 47 pickles in the burger and you can't taste like anything else. You're really just restricting the range of things you can eat. Like you, you've already decided to go, go vegetarian and now you're like, you're just getting rid of things that you can't eat. I hate when people say that, man. I hate when people say you're a vegetarian, but you don't like this thing. Yeah, like, I'm glad I've offended you. Fucking glad. You've, you've offended me here. I hate... That's like such a pet peeve of mine. I don't nice. like cauliflower. Okay. I can't wow. eat anything with cauliflower in it. It just it turns me off so much. It tastes like anything. Like, like what's to hate? It's boring. It's the fucking, like, texture. It's, uh, uh, cauliflower's yuck. People hate them like hate on me I, have, I, understand, I understand it if you're having it like raw because like raw raw cauliflower is kind of it's pretty what the fuck is eating raw cauliflower like in, in a crudite oh, you mean like in a salad yeah yeah or like you know the thing where they that, that shitty appetizer where they give you raw vegetables with like dressing what's it called crudite never had it okay whatever you've, ne- you've never had like someone give you like carrot sticks and like one baby tomato and like a little thing of broccoli and say hey have this with some sauce Oh, okay. I've had those like a wedding that I went to once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. garbage appetizer that they always serve. Yeah, that no um, one touches. I just eat the yeah, carrots. Exactly. I, I like carrots. Yeah, uh, yeah. But regard regardless, so what, what do you like cucumber then? Yeah, I like cucumbers. So you don't like the fact that it's fermented and and just doused in vinegar? Yeah, I'm not a vinegar fan. So you just, you just don't like vinegar in in. I mean, you must like something that's like sour and tart. No, wait, you like you said you put the lemon on the fish. Yeah, the lemon's good. Lemon is good. I need more so, lemon. So, I need another lemon. So you pre- you pre- appreciate some kind of like acidic uh, contrast to the fattiness. You like yes. that, but you don't. But you don't like pickles because actually, I I don't know how you make pickles. <laughs> so you put it in a jar and then you leave it, okay. and the jar has juices. And bacteria does shit that, yeah, right. Okay. See, wait, wait. Olives are also kind of pickled, mm-hmm. correct? Olives. There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a way that you make olives. Oh, the oh yeah, the, you, the way you preserve them and it should yeah, have yeah. oil and yeah, yeah. salt. I don't yeah. know actually. Huh. That's like it's not called pickling. I remember having this conversation with someone. It's not called pickling, mm-hmm. but essentially it's very similar to pickling in the same way. But I like olives. Mm-hmm. I like black olives. I like green olives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they, many hates and many loves. What can I say? So you like olives, and you like the sort of like that sharp flavor, that contrast, but not with cucumber, only with olives. Yes. So if, let's say you're having oh, like you must like pickled uh, like, like red, red onions, right? And you, and you against no, no. I think you say radishes actually. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I'm asking you. Do you like the Japanese pickled radishes or the pickled red onions that are prevalent in so many dishes? Yeah, you know, in Japan, I ate it. But I wouldn't normally eat it. I just ate it because I was in Japan. But what yeah. about the what about the uh, pickled um, what is it ginger? That stuff that they put inside of like dishes. yeah yeah I had I had that yeah you had it but do you like it? It was like okay like I understand its purpose in the meal mm-hmm. like reset palate or whatever. But I'm yeah. like I could take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
So, wait, so what do you say? So what about like a Middle Eastern sort of pickled red onion or pickled um, beets, that, that kind of thing? Yeah, my, my parents love that. I hate it. It's disgusting. You don't? Nope. All right. Uh, well, I don't know. Keith, do you have any thoughts on Keith? I'm okay with pickles. I'm not sure. And you, and you love pickles. So how do you feel about what? this? I thought you were the pickle fan here. Yeah, I, I'm like neutral pickles. So, could you could you tell Ads why he's wrong, or like, could you try to understand his, his thinking? Why he's wrong I, about I, pickles? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't tell him he's wrong. It's just an opinion. Yes, you can. What the fuck? <laughs> this is a. Yeah, this no, is... I'm not gonna tell you I'm, that, I, 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 that you I have to come, like pickles. I will come here now and say that everybody who likes pickles is wrong. I okay. said. I mean, that's just weird. You just have bad taste. I'm not going to tell you it's wrong. Your taste buds just it, don't work. Is it not wrong to have bad taste? I think it is. No, your taste buds are just deficient. <laughs> that, was, that, that word just felt way worse than I think you thought it was. <laughs> but, just, yeah. They don't work right. It's bad genetics again. It's like fucking parents again. Other case Mom, of bad if you're genetics. listening to this, what the fuck, man? Hey, wait, wait, wait! But, but they they like the pickled onions, so hmm. yeah, they do actually. My dad loves pickles. Okay. The, my know. brother, yeah. when we were young, this is like mm. I guess a lot of kids have have this thing, but my brother never ate eggs. He hated eggs. He hates yogurt. He hated pretty much everything, and he used to survive pretty much on a diet of cocoa pops and Nutella sandwiches. He ate like so many things. But another thing, the only vegetable we could get him to eat was mushrooms. And he didn't like mushrooms cooked. So you had to give him raw mushrooms. My mom would buy a bag of mushrooms and give it to my brother, and he would eat it as a snack. Is that not disgusting? I mean, it's kind of disgusting, but I'm also, but also like, your, your parents sound like very accommodating and kind. I don't know why you, why you hate on them so much. It's because I hate myself, and I need someone to blame for this hatred of myself, even though everyone around me is nice. Like, so I have to, should... I have to, cre- I have to create an illusion in my mind, a facade, if you will, of my parents being the problem when I am the problem. But I don't want to admit that I'm the problem, so my uh-huh. parents are the problem. That sounds about right. These shitty kids, these shitty kids who who are just like just won't eat perfectly good food, man. No, I yeah. actually got really, I got a lot better as I got older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but my, yeah, but my then... brother was way worse. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got better as you got older, and then you stopped eating meat, and and now your parents are like, oh, what the fuck now? Like, what are you, what, yeah. what are we supposed to do here? I wasn't a big meat fan, anyways, in general, so it's not a big deal. All right. Um. Well, I don't know. I don't. I, I you. So as doesn't respect our tastes, and we respect ads taste. It sounds like a good compromise. What the fuck? You guys called me deficient, man. I don't think that's respecting my tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we are. Let's let's move on. Get me into my burger, okay? That's what I want to explain. My burger. Your we burger? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. What about the whole so... point of this topic? Uh, yeah. So this topic from ads. What's your fa- what's your burger? And into let's dunk on ads takes buds for fifteen minutes. I mean, dunking on each other is it's easy content. We're, we're not very good. At, we're not very good at this podcasting thing, so we might as well go go for the low hanging fruit. I agree. All right. So, yeah. So I was reading a topic in the New York Times, and it covered the. So this is actually a thing. Like the entire concept of the the Mr. Beast burger 
when I saw trending oh, yeah, on Twitter, yeah. I, was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I had to like go down this, this like this Gen Z rabbit hole of like who the hell this YouTube celebrity is and whatever it is. What, wait, you didn't know who Mr. Beast was? No, I don't. I didn't. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a super boomer. So are you, are you fucking be... serious? Like you, yeah. you the Mr. Beast burger. You didn't know who Mr. Beast was. Yeah. I literally only found out about him because he started selling burgers. Could you explain for people who are also, uh, okay. So Mr. Beast rose to popularity as a YouTuber who made content, essentially giving away money, usually to his friends, but in other situations to like random people. So he would do like challenges where I've only watched like one, one or two of his videos. One, the challenge that I watched was he, he had his friends stand uh, and they had to be touching the, the, a house, like a house and whoever got it, whoever stayed the longest would be, would win the house. They would essentially be given the house. I think he titled it as like they won the house, but really they got to live there for one year without rent or like no rent. So I think that was the actual terms of it. Wait, but where yeah. the fuck does he get the money for? I don't know where he, got, he gets his money from, but I, I can't, I, someone explained it to me, but I can't for the love of something remember what it was. Like, do you take out like a giant loan of money saying, hey, if I, if think, I can get this content going, then then it'll pay for itself eventually. Is that, is that what his, maybe, was that his idea? I think there was something like, there was a way where he got money, where he originally okay. got rich. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it, it seems like a strategy where you need a significant like seed, seed money to get into. Yeah, but regardless, he was extremely good at basically gaming the algorithm. And that's why yeah. he popped off. Like He knew exactly how the algorithm worked and he knew what context the al- algorithm would promote and how to mm-hmm. promote it. And he essentially created the te- template, if you will, of like 2020, 20, 2019, 2020 YouTube, like the video lengths, the, the content, the thumbnails, the titles, all that shit that other people copied pretty much comes comes from him. And he like understood ways to get his videos like watched at an at a tremendous rate and without like a big subscriber base like a, as you would need to normally and consistently like there are a few youtubers who have like a million subs or whatever and they have one video that popped off in the algorithm and gets 100 million views we were talking about the um the katana video of that guy who who does oh that guy who makes uh like like he makes this blacksmith thing out of yeah, like scrap blacksmith yeah and he made the katana and that one has like 150 maybe even more than 150 million views but he had like a ridiculous amount of views and the rest one of video his, yeah yeah and the rest of his videos are like akin to his subscriber viewership like a couple million you know what i mean but he had that where he had a pretty low subscriber rate at the start i think he's got a massive amount now but he was able yeah, but- to consistently get like top of trending like 20 million views in like 2 days or whatever yeah yeah he has like 54 million subscribers right now mr beast yeah, but he was getting like 50 plus million views before that was even a thing on his YouTube. So like he was yeah. essentially breaking the algorithm kind of thing. Well, sounds like not us. Sounds yeah, like he's us. the diametric opposite of us. But I, see, we don't want to be popular. We don't? We, wait, wait, we do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to just gauge Are... here. Like I was, I, was, I was trying to like be humble here. We want do to we be popular. For... Wait, do we wait, ask wait. for money? Wait, no. Do we ask for money because we want money, or do we ask for money as a joke? I can't tell. I just try and like walk the thin line, where if I don't get money, I don't have to feel sad because I didn't actually mean it. 
Oh, it's it's like asking someone on a, on a date. It's like ah, it's like hey, I, I, <laughs> I kind of like I kind of like you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was just a joke, you know. Like, like, what if we went out? You know, and, uh, yeah. It's like, hey, what if what, what if you donated some money to our uh, to our Patreon? Speaking uh, of, wait, 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 we don't have a Patreon. We have a oh, sorry, co hyphen fi f i slash the jujus. Send us money. Coffee. Oh wow, you do you remember off the top of your head? Coffee.com. Right. I hope it's coffee.com. Yeah, Coffee.com slash the jujus. Send us money. Back to our topic. Send us, yeah, send us money. We'll do good things with it, like buy chicken sandwiches to not review because I just I just ate the sandwiches. I didn't really talk about them, did I? No. All right, C- keep going with the Mr. Beast burger. So oh yeah, so Mr. Beast is basically um, he. I guess he's an innovator, right? What he did with YouTube. So his innovations mm-hmm. continued. So he used his the strength of his uh, fame and his brand to sell burgers, but he didn't actually start a restaurant. He basically he subcontracted. Um, the production of the burgers, like so, there. Let's say you know you're a restaurant in the pandemic, and you're struggling to sell to people. Well, if you want to partner up with uh, Mr. Beast, you can sell products branded Mr. Beast, and he takes a little cut, but you have another thing on your menu. And basically, you, you only sell through these like virtual storefronts. Like uh, I, I forgot exactly how it's sold, but it, it, you just go to the website, and it'll just locate the the kitchen, the ghost kitchen. So to speak, but I'm explaining this really, really poorly. But let's just, let's just skip this. Ads. <laughs> if we got popular enough to start our ghost kitchen and start selling people products from a fake restaurant, what would your namesake item on the menu be? It should be a burger, right? Or did it have to be something else? Because I mean, it doesn't have to be a burger. Well, I mean, it can be a burger, but it can be something else. Too late. So, I'm, so, I'm committed to the burger idea. Yeah, sure, go for it. I mean, right. but you can't, but you, are you going to sell like a real beef burger though? Or are you going to sell like a yeah, uh, sort of, uh, okay. What, what kind of patty? I think that's kind of important. My patty is like a mushroom patty. I like those. I don't know if you've ever had one, but they yeah. were popular and I don't think they're popular anymore because people want like people who are either, I call them veg, like vegetarian slash vegan and then vegetarian slash vegan adjacent where they're like 80% vegetarian kind of thing mm-hmm. or 80% vegan. And they'll go to these kind of stores. Um, mm. But yeah, it used to be popular that a lot of vegetarian burgers or vegan burgers would have a mushroom patty as the ba- like as the basis of it. And it would like, be like a massive mushroom. Oh, you mean like those giant like portobello mushroom caps? It's just like yeah, a huge yeah. cap. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen those. Those are pretty yeah. good, actually. Yeah, yeah I like those. But I think they've really fallen out of popularity because now people, now that with like the Impossible Burger and whatnot, people have been pushing mm-hmm. towards like, a meat-like burger, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Even though, like, mushrooms have a quality that is similar to meat, in terms of like, yeah, yeah, and like taste and stuff. That's yeah, those like whole, those whole mushroom burgers. They're tasty, but they're not filling. That's the thing. They're they're like all water. Yeah, I think they're they're delicious, but they're not filling. But yeah, so you'd have that as the the meat, and then what else yeah. would go on? Um, my burger. <clears throat> not the patty. What's the other thing? The f- buns would be like a, a nice little like. Wholemeal toasted. I, I really like wholemeal meat, bread, but yeah, like a wholemeal whole, toasted kind of thing. Wait, whole, whole meal means whole grain, I guess. Is that that's, that's what you call? Yeah. Okay. You guys call them whole grain. The, I think we interchange the words here. Yeah, uh, call whole grain. I've never heard whole meal, but I, I inferred what you meant. So good yeah. job. <laughs> and then with I like with sesame seeds, 
and then on as as toppings you got the tomatoes you got i forgot what this was called in english but there was there's like this type of um yo you guys got you guys got like the fucking weirdest names for vegetables but yeah keep going like what like why do you call like a napa cabbage a wombok that's so fucking weird we call a what a what a wombok. I was looking it up. I was looking it up online. Unless like the internet lied to me. A wombok. W O M B O K. Like, a cabbage is a wombok. No, that's what it says on the internet, man. Okay, it's a wombok. I didn't know that. Oh, wait, so you you knew it as an apple cabbage, so you were cultured. You're international. Yeah. Damn. I think. Right, wait, so, so I what, think I've seen a called Chinese cabbage more than. That's probably what the people call it in Sydney. In Napa Sydney. But I know yeah. it's the Napa cabbage because uh, Dragon Ball Z and there's Napa in it. In Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. <laughs> there we go. I had the curve. Sorry. Uh, so what was the exotic vegetable you didn't know the name of in English? I, and I, not, I not English. In American English. I can't find it. It's Anyways, what I don't know what to search what, for. It. Just call it. What's in Aussie? What is in an Aussie? Just look it up. It's not in Aussie. It's a, it's a thing that you use in Mediterranean, <laughs> like Middle Eastern dishes. Look it up in uh, Mediterranean. In Arabic? I don't fucking know how to write in Arabic. I do, but I don't have an Arabic keyboard. Anyways, look, look, let's, look that. let's just use tomato, lettuce. No, no, I want to walk you through looking this up. Just like type in how it sounds in English and see if you can find it. Could you say it? Maybe I know it randomly. Nope. Ads. What's it called? What's it called, ads? It's called Badunis. Okay, I've no fucking. It's like a little, like it's like kind of like a herb thing. It's not cilantro. What are the other ones that look like cilantro? Oh, it's, it looks like cilantro. Mm-hmm. All right, it's mint. Isn't it not mint? It's mint. mint. I think it's mint. How did you not know what mint was called? Because <laughs> I never called it mint. Wait, really? I just always call it badunis because we grow in the backyard and like. You've never had to talk about like mint with anyone except like your family. Not really. I don't really talk about food with other people. All right, then. But yeah, that's what it is. Like a little bit of mint in it, and okay. then I like a little bit of sweet chili sauce. Something, something chili. I I like really chili sauce, but sweet chili mm-hmm. sauce is fine as well. Okay. And then for the for the fries, I like you know thick cut sweet potato fries. Nice. With that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> So in the, in the burger, it's just mushroom patty grilled, I, I imagine, mm-hmm. lettuce, tomato, mint, some sweet chili sauce, and that's it? Yep, that's it. No condiments? Nope. If someone asked for mayo on it, would, would you offer it or would you be fucked off? I'd give them mayo, but like they're wrong. So they're I, wrong. I told them that they're wrong as I pour the mayo for them. Well, not me. You might... I have a ghost kitchen doing this for me. You might spit in the you might spit in the uh, in, in the burger. I would never do that. Okay. On you, 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 okay. you, you may you may allegedly. Alle- I may allegedly do it, of course. Yes. You know what? That was a bad time to force allegedly joke. That's kind of awkward. But I guess we don't have to force it every episode. But I, I got caught up there. <laughs> All right. What's your burger? Tell me. Your wait, burger. wait. What's your wait? What's your burger called? Is it called the Ads Meal? Do you, did you have like a, a, like a name? I think of a name. I'm just going to call it the Ads Burger, man. Don't put me on the spot for that. The Ads they Burger. Called it, they called it the Mr. Beast Burger. You didn't really fucking think too much about it. 
I gotta say that burger sounds delicious and very healthy. Not very good for uh for lift, for like an after post lift meal though. This is more of like you know, like a like a nice light lunch. Yeah, but it it, it wouldn't really like help you help you. And then as the way. drink, we'll have a protein shake smoothie. Uh huh. <laughs> we got you there. There we go. I mean, it's, it's okay. You don't you don't have to like. Uh, this enough to represent all of your stereotypes. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so so my my thing is, I was thinking I was thinking burger, but then, then I thought like the burgers I like are pretty are pretty plain. I don't like um, weird burgers, so I want something else instead. I'm gonna go with my wax hot fries. Yeah, so this meal is gonna be fries. Well, yeah, it's gonna be based on fries. So basically, the base uh, is okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Now let me describe it. So the base it's like um it's sort of inspired by stuff like poutine or car carne asada fries where you have like, this giant bed of fries and you put like, like stuff on top of it okay yeah but, but instead of uh, like carne you know what carne asada fries are no is it like those festival not festival hmm? what are they it's like um it's basically uh, like some mashup american mexican cuisine where carne asada is basically just grilled it's grilled beef in a, in a kind of like Latin American Mexican flavor, so they, they they chop up some grilled beef and they put it on top of fries with uh, a bunch of typically what, what you would call quote unquote Mexican toppings like wok, sour cream, some like yeah. salsa. Yeah, so in that's kind of the fries. halal snack pack. You heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Does the halal so, snack pack okay. ever pop off in America? I mean, I mean, we talked about this right in, in like episode two. We, we sort of talked about this. Yeah, but did it ever like come to America or no? Uh, well, I mean, it probably it's probably exists somewhere, but no, it didn't pop off in that sense. Right. So the thing, so what I, what I'm doing is actually very similar to that because uh, one of the iconic New York dishes is the halal chicken and rice, which is basically mm -hmm. they give you basmati rice and then they put on top of it a mixture of heavily spiced chicken, which I don't think it has any specific national or ethnic origin. It's just like it's a very generic Middle Eastern spice. I think mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's intended that way. But but maybe like the, people, the guys who invented it, they made it so they wanted it to like appeal to like a broad swath of people from a lot of places. Because it was originally made, I think, like originally it was targeted at like I think it was like taxi drivers who were who are primarily Egyptian descent. This is one of this is one of the like oral histories I've read. I'm, I'm not exactly sure if that's if that's 100 true, but that's one of the versions of the creation myth I've heard. But basically, yeah, it's like very very heavily spiced chicken, um, really shitty lamb uh, gyro meat. Like Greek style lamb gyro meat. That's like it's yeah. basically sausage, like lamb sausage, and you just chop it up and you put it on top of rice with a ton of uh, ton of white sauce, which is at good places it's made out of yogurt. In most places it's just it's just mayo. Good mayo is delicious. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So my version is yes. It's basically the the halal mix, the chicken, the lamb. But instead of on a bed of rice, it's on a bed of fries with a healthy dose of white sauce and hot sauce. And you know what? It's not it, the white sauce won't be mayo based because I I want ads to eat this too. Well, actually, ads can't eat it because it's meat anyway. So never, so never mind. It is mayo. It is mayo. <laughs> it's mayo based. You it on that. What about garlic <laughs> sauce, man? So what's garlic sauce? You get, I, I asked you this when we uh, were talking about the article, and and I and uh, I forgot what your answer was. So I think I asked you this. What do you mean? It's like ground up garlic. Like little things in it. No, but like it's in some sort of like creamy base, right? Yeah. What's the creamy base made out of? Now you're asking me questions 
I don't want to know because I'm gonna find out that garlic sauce is. This is this is like the chicken salt thing. This is like the chicken salt thing. Like when I asked you what chicken salt was, or I asked like did I ask you or ads? That's not you were or um fucking man, man is here. <laughs> and both yeah, of you are like ah, it's, you're just like it's good. And neither of you actually knew what chicken salt was made out of. Yeah, well, it's, so it's got. I thought there was some other shit in it, but it's just garlic, olive oil, lemon juice, and then water and pestle it until it combines together. Oh, you know what? I think isn't that like a Middle Eastern thing? Except it takes yeah. a, it, it, but you gotta like you gotta mix it until it becomes insanely creamy. Yeah, pretty much. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like fucking mayonnaise. Shut the fuck up. Hey, I think that is. I, I'm not sure if that's the actual like same mechanism for making mayonnaise, but it definitely sounds like mayonnaise, man. Mayo has egg in it, right? Yeah, it has egg yolk. Yeah, yeah. Thorn doesn't have that. So you were so we're good. We're good. All right. Anyway, yes. So that, so that's my my wax half fries, which is basically halal chicken and lamb on a better on a better fries. And uh, Keith, do you think about this? Did you think, or do you think you're exempt from this thing? No, I thought about it. Nice. Uh, so, my my burger would be uh, pretzel bun, buttered and toasted, uh, regular patty of whatever you want. I don't care whether it's a double or single. Uh, single. Okay. Uh, American cheese, bacon, fried egg, alfalfa mm-hmm. sprouts. Ooh, alfalfa. Mm. Uh, and, and no and no condiments in true Keith style. Yeah. Wait, did we cover this on the pod? I'm, I'm, I always mix up conversations we have off on and off the pod. Did, was your hate of condiments uh like, talked about? I don't know. It could yeah, have been. So. Probably not. I don't know. I don't talk yeah. that much. So. Uh, yeah. I thought about putting like a single light layer of Thousand Island, but then I was like, no, we'll just butter and toast the buns. Guys, Keith going simple there. Why, why, why alfalfa sprouts? That, that's like a little bit out of the field, I feel. Uh, I don't know. They're just like a, a feel-good green item for me. sprouts to my one now. Hmm? What do you say? I said I want to add alfalfa sprouts to my one now. Think of this. But I'll, I'll leave Keith because, you know, we want uniqueness across our, our, our line. Of that, we have two burgers. They're just like that a green good. that my grandma used to put on things and enjoy so i don't know they're just like a feel-good green yeah i mean that, that sounds pretty good because like uh, as you went with uh, like the regular shredded lettuce but i feel like going with the micro greens would make it feel a lot more uh, deluxe and we could charge well, like two bucks more yes yes you're right you're right i fucked up okay yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. make it a micro no not lettuce it's a micro green salad now yeah right yeah whatever yeah. that is uh what are some other things know. that are common with what are some other things that I like? Have you seen that um that new like hype? I don't know if it's new. It's probably been around for ages, but it's just like the new era. But on TikTok, they have these people who like promote um growing stuff like alfalfa sprouts in a little glass jar and with water. Yeah. And then like it grows inside the glass jar, and then you just once it grows in the glass jar, like it takes a couple of days. You just put them on the drying rack of like your dish, like your dish drying rack, and then they'll grow yeah. in a few days. I don't know what it's called, but there was a word for yeah. it. Yeah, why, why are you doing that? That sounds like a that sounds like a you thing. I was going to do that, but then yeah. I was too. I wasn't bothered. 
That's, that's like way easier than going like to the garden, like doing shit with dirt. Yeah, it is like, easier, but there's like, I had to find like glass and I had to do this. I, I like the feeling of dirt. I just like dirt. Okay. That's why I ate dirt as a child. That's why I don't get sick anymore. Keith. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, what, what was the name of your burger? Kind of, did you have like a name in mind? Or was it just no, the Keith? I didn't think of the, the name. Keith, so, the Keith, okay, yeah. here's the thing. When I go to like uh, Slater's 50-50 or a restaurant like it where you like build your own burger. Wait, wait, you got to... Oh, okay. You described it. Thank you. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So they they have like pre made stuff, but they basically they give you like a a card with a bunch of different items on it, and they're just like you can design your own burger if you want to. So the way that I always name the burger doing that is I use well I used to use the same Wu Tang Clan name generator that Childish Gambino came from, hmm. uh, but that one was removed. Wu Tang name generator. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 pause. Let's, let's, let's all go through it. You said it was, what did you say it was removed? Or did you yeah, it, it doesn't exist anymore. So this is a different what, one. What did it used to do? It took your real name and it gave you a Wu-Tang name? Yeah, it was your, yeah, it, I think it just asked for name and then it would just generate like a random I'm doing a Wu-Tang right name for you. Yeah, I'm, The I'm other ones too. exist, um, but the original one that Childish Gambino came from doesn't exist anymore. Ah fuck, that sucks. Wait, um, so how would how would you use to make a how would you use this to make a burger? Like, because your name stays the same, unless right. You I would like, either use like doesn't even my look. name or an initial or like an ingredient from the burger that I chose that time that I was there or something like that. Be like wild boar, and then it would turn into. <laughs> and so, like, there were names. the The first one that I remember was like one hundred watt warlock. One hundred warlock. 100 oh, watt I... warlock oh that's, that's that's pretty fucking good man so like the that was the first burger that i had ever had at slater's was named the 100 watt warlock and then there's been other random ones but i don't remember them and oh, that name was... like i kept to use as like a create a wrestler name in wwe games and stuff like that that's fucking great although i don't know shouldn't it yeah, well, it's it's a it's a fucking good good name, but I would associate it more with burger that has like spice in it. But but whatever, it's your it's your burger. You can call it whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I would name it that, but that's how I would always name my burger. But I didn't do anything this time to name this one. Wait, is 100 watts a lot? That's like, I, what's is more like, than more, what's is more than volts, right? Uh, I, no I think idea. no, I think they're a, a measure of entirely different things. Really? I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they measured Dude, different. Things. I didn't do chem watts versus <laughs> me neither. I literally I'm just trying to like think. Wait, so what? Because 100 watt warlock sounds pretty cool on the surface, but like, like what if like we're just really bad at engineering and 100 watts is like 100 it's, watts? It's, okay, it's, so, it's like pitiful. What? So watts is the amps times the volts. It, it would be like, you know, if, if you didn't know anything about, like, weightlifting and someone's, like, name was, like, 50, 50 kg deadlift, you know? <laughs> it would be like... Yeah, it's, no, actually, it's, a, it's not actually that much. Oh, fuck. So, so we, we got to make it, like, 100 kilowatt? Uh, de- yeah, kilowatt? Right, let's do 100 kilowatt. Yeah, there we go. Right. Okay. Got to gotta change it up, man. Yep. Up. I'm looking... One second. How many watts is a light bulb? Sorry. 
Which one? Okay, yeah. like the, the new ones are like lower watts. All right. So what's the light bulb? A light bulb is like sixty. So yeah, a hundred watts. A hundred watt light bulb is like not much. It's like two. It's like two light bulbs. So yeah, we we, we gotta we gotta scale this up. You just ruined Keith's childhood, by the way. You know that. Right? I know. God. Look, I'm not trying to join the Wu Tang Clan. All right. Uh, the name isn't that important. I got and, and from, I, that, also, from that Wu Tang name generator. I went on it. I think it still exists. Or these guys are trying to pretend that they are the original. But it says like a big thanks to Huffington Post, Mashable, and of course Don Glover, whose Wu Tang name is Childish Gambino, for the mention on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. My one is Profound Samurai. Oof! Whoa! Fucking read your mind. What can I say? I am profound, right. and I am a samurai. All right. I went to the same one, and I and I got. Sarcastic leader with uh, K's instead of C's. Did you actually get that? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. that's, nah, this is this, this is too real, man. What the fuck? Fuck, man. Like, life is a, yo. The world is simulation, man. <laughs> this shit's real. I got irate lover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Wait, I'm confused. You guys' ones are so different to mine that I'm like. These websites are fucking spying on us, man. Battery we live in the simulation. You know, like either one. Which one? Wait, wait what's the type? What's the URL of the one you did? Mess.b something yeah, something. One. Okay, we did yeah, that. It's, it's, it's the first one on Google. All right. You know what? I, I'm gonna what's say like, what, is that store <laughs> a ghost store called Wax Out Full? Hmm? Oh yeah, yeah, Juju's. yeah. Oh, interesting. Is it is it like the Juju Trattoria? The wax half full kitchen. I don't know. I don't. I don't really think about it. Hmm. I'm not sure. I can't think of anything good. All right. Anyway, I, I was. I was gonna say like, don't feel so bad if your Wu Tang if your Wu Tang name is weird because like, honestly, I feel like we give like the Wu Tang Clan a little bit of a pass because of the respect we have on them for them. Not all of their names are great. I don't know, man. Riza Giza Raycon. But like, oh, if, if I old want, dirty bastard. But if, if I want to shit on Capadonna, like it's not like anyone's gonna call me out, right? Or maybe yeah. they will actually. Or like, or like, if I want to say something about, about Inspector Deck, just, I mean, those are like fine. Ah, those, those are Deck's a classic, man. Come on. No, no, no. Like the the artist is great. The name's like it's fine. Like yeah, the rapper. Method Man, Ghostface Killer, and Method Man. Still. Yes, yes. Yeah, so some of them yeah. are like amazing. Yeah, some of are amazing, but I'm not. I'm, I was just gonna say, like, not all of their names are like instant classics. Mm-hmm. The music was. The music was. I'm just saying, like, we just uh, they get the sheen of invulnerability just because like they're such legends. But you know, yeah. like, you know, out of context, not all their names were like that great. Whatever. Speaking of uh, musical legends, let's move on. Beautifully transitioned. <laughs> wow, to we arrived here. Our topic, our next topic, and. If you were somehow under some sort of rock for the past week and somehow missed this, legendary French house duo Daft Punk have caught it quits on a two-decade partnership that saw Thomas Bangleton and Guy Manuel de Homem Cristo, I merged, murdered that name, but whatever, emerges one of the most influential and secretive house acts of the 21st century. And what better to do after the retirement of a legendary duo than to argue, I mean to discuss, and relive the band's epic discography. So, Wax, as the resident boomer here, boomer. when was the first time you heard uh, Daft Punk? 
Oh wow, you should have fucking like asked. Why, why did you bring this up in any of the, any of the, the pre pre show meetings? I, I, I can't like fucking like dig from my memory. Part of being a boomer is you don't remember anything. Okay. Here's I kind of referenced it and said that like you would have heard them as they were like blowing up to start, right? Right, right. No, I, I heard them like contemporaneously. I was like three, dude. I was fucking three. Like, I remember shit. I remember two things, two memories before I was five. Actually, more than I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I heard them contemporaneously as they were becoming popular and like well known, but like I couldn't tell you. Oh, you know, it, 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 it was. I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like a hot. It was like a. It was a hot soul June, and uh, you know, I, I was I was coming home from school, walking by the uh, the local. Well, yeah, it's, it's nothing like that. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I just I, meant like, what was your take on them as they were like rising up? Oh man, like um. So well, when, when, never mind. They're not dead. They're just retiring. So I, I can shit yes. on them. Good, 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 good. good. You're wrong. No, no, no. It's 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 one it's one of the bands that I enjoyed. I, I really really like. I enjoy some of their songs. I, I wouldn't say that I'm someone who like listens to their albums like through multiple times to study the albums or anything like that. And it, so they were a band who had some really catchy hits, and I liked them. But I never really understood like why people were so enamored with them as some kind of seminal band. That's a thing. Like, I'm not really, uh, you know. I, I think they're like one of the big French house groups and they're, they're kind of the leaders of uh, European house emerging as like a big push for like, and they just had so many hits that weren't just hits in like, okay, this is a hit. This is like a hit that gets played at every single fucking club on in every single corner of the world every single day. That's how big the hits were. And then the hits were so big that they were able to push beyond their band and just keep getting remixed and remixed and remixed. And like, there are songs that just get infinitely remixed. What was the uh, Bass Hunter song? What's that one called? You don't know well, Bass Hunter? I, I know him for Dota. That's literally oh, all, all I know him for. I don't yeah, like, know. Now You're Gone. Okay. That's what, I think that's what Dota is based on. Like, it's like a remix of Now You're Gone. Really? Okay. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if I remember that song. That's see, no, no, so see, this is the kind of thing I need to explain to me that, oh my God, these guys had this huge influence on other artists and they actually basically, you know, gave birth to a genre and just changed history of music. Do you have to explain that to me? Because like me, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not a music snob. So in isolation, they're, they're a band for me that they made some songs I really enjoy. Like, like every time I go to a wedding, someone plays one more time during, during the dance portion. And I think it's great. Yeah. And like, I really appreciate it. That's, that's probably what I associate them with most really. The music video for one more time because it has it's it has the um who's that artist who made um Galaxy Express or whatever that that you you know what I'm talking about right or or am I talking to myself right now? Oh, you mean the movie? What are you talking about? Uh, well, the song. Uh, the music videos. The music videos had this the anime style from like the 1970s, didn't it? It it had like a very like like retro anime style. Yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, I get what you mean, but. I don't get what you mean by Galaxy Express. Oh, I don't even know what it's called in, 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 in English. I, I, was just, I was just guessing what the name was. Yeah. But yeah, like I think there were a few reasons why they were popular. I think you kind of hit it. I think that one of the biggest ones was how popular they were in the club scene. And they were so popular that their songs eventually reached. Like There, there are levels of popularity. There's like a club hit and then there's a club mega hit. And then beyond that, there's a club let's just call it club god hit and daft punk wait, didn't have wait wait, wait yeah i looked it up sorry let me sorry to interrupt you but yeah so um 
their their music their anime musical where all bunch of music videos came from it, it was worked on literally with like the um the guy who made galaxy express 999 which is like a that's very legendary yeah yeah so that's why i remember them a lot for because i saw i remember watching their music videos and i was like wow they're referencing really cool nowadays. Like, i just anime remember yeah. music videos i was just being i was really surprised because i think this is one of the first times when i i don't know what year it was i just realized wow like these western artists are directly referencing something like, like anime and then and i want to say this is what, what when was this this is late 90s right their first album was late 90s, but they really popped off 2001 and onwards. 2001 but, to 2007 is probably their big, their big hype. But but the anime movie they made, Interstellar 555, is that, is that what it was called? I don't know what year it was out. Oh, this is 2003. Okay. So, so maybe, so maybe this is 2007. Okay. So maybe, yeah, this isn't as like groundbreaking as I imagined, but 2003 is still pretty early. This is like, so anime isn't completely like niche, but niche then, but it's still not exactly mainstream so they were like one of the first acts i remember because i remember like seeing the music videos and thinking that that's like very very new and unusual yes for this, so this if, western if you were to like put it in mm -hmm. context with like how anime was popping off you would have had like <clears throat> late 90s you would have had dragon ball z naruto pokemon obviously so mm -hmm. it would have been a couple years after that in terms of like 2003 yeah yeah so but Pretty yeah that, that's that, but yeah, basically that's one of the things I remember the most. Just like this this movie and the music videos that came out of it that I thought were very cool. Yeah. So people who don't know, Interstellar 555. Yeah, we're, 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 we're rambling without explaining anything. Good was a, it was, I think it was a com companion uh, movie that mm -hmm. is an animated film that was like a companion movie to their album Discovery. And then from that companion movie, I don't know how long the movie was. <laughs> 65 minutes that was longer than i thought it would be um, yeah there's like 10 music videos that come out of it I yeah think. they they're essentially scenes from the movie essentially kind of thing um but yeah to go back to daft punk's popularity i think the big thing was that they reached past mega hit and they hit god hit status with songs like one more time obviously and then you got around the world which got played fucking everywhere like those those kind of songs which like reach that point means that you're now at the legendary status where, um, hard, like harder, better, faster, stronger, where you hit that status where now everyone is sampling and someone who does sample them is Kanye West, obviously on stronger, um, sampling you or is making remixes of your music. Then you just hit a point where you're constantly being played everywhere. And not just one of your songs is being played everywhere. Multiple songs at the same time are being played everywhere, which is hard to do as a house act because, Usually, uh, many house acts are very, very well known for one song, which kind of like pops off, and then the rest of the discography isn't isn't nearly as popular. But Daft Punk had like five, six, seven of those songs that got to that like level of popularity, and I think that's what makes them stand out. And then obviously you have their like mystique in being like so mysterious. They're wearing like sci-fi helmets all the time. You never get to see their faces realistically. That adds to them as well. I think that's why they're popular. Yeah, like the entire mystique part was like whatever. So I think Wait, it matters oh. though. Like and it matters because house is a live audience dominated field. Like Wait, um, the, could, the could live part. Yeah. Yeah, go. No, could you help me understand what the definition of house is? Because 
because I, I generally put all these bands into, into like a very broad genre of in my mind of like techno or, or electronic and like that because I'm not much of a music snob. House is like it, it is electronic music, but house is more house's main aim or like goal is to be like club oriented, dance like dance oriented. That's not to say that other genres of music haven't been dance oriented, but club is house is definitely something that's meant to be listened by like a large audience, like almost okay. like a. Was it 2006 okay. or 2005 Coachella where they yeah. like were the most – that was another thing. Their Coachella – I can't remember. It might have been – it was around 2005, 2007. Those, those were the years they were really popping off where they were like – their live act and their live acts were always infamous for their use of, um, you know, LED like lighting effects. And they, had, they always used to play on a like a triangle and they were wearing their helmets and they were just like – that's what I think you're forgetting is that house music and especially – that that type of house music was very like live dominated like you had to be good live as well you had to have a, like people meme the dj that just fucking presses play and then like stands there and like dances around to their music mm-hmm. and obviously that exists in that genre but all right, all right. The, yeah i got i got to ask you though and it's like like you're you're way younger than me like you did not go to the clubs when that no no i didn't go clubbing i hate clubbing that's not my like that's the thing i was going to get to but so 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 you're you're explaining the thought processes of other people not 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 i'm I'm explaining why daft punk goes beyond like being liked by music people and being Mm -hmm. liked by everyone to the point where people are sad that they retired even though their last album was in 2013 all right okay people like reminisce about those kind of like days and that kind of thing so yeah, I, I think that add, that them. Add, yeah. Do you dance? Do I dance? Not particularly yeah. well. No, I don't really. I would say no. So, never. Do you never dance? If at a wedding, I would highly prefer not prefer not to dance. How many drinks before you dance at a wedding? Uh, I think we'll be more worried about me falling over. <laughs> that, that's the kind of level that I have to be. <laughs> All right. I also like Sorry. a heavy. Like yeah. it requires a lot of alcohol to get me drunk. Yeah, same. Okay, so sorry for the interjection. Continue. Yeah, so that's I think that's why you're like underselling <clears throat> the mystique aspect of them, because it matters more when you're a live focused genre. Okay, so an example of like um, one of those like one hit wonder house bands and didn't have any lasting power would be like I don't know the Mortal Kombat guys. <laughs> is is that house? Which. which... Mortal Kombat guys, what the fuck? The, the Mortal Kombat theme. Okay, yeah, but it's kind of like the worst example ever. Why isn't that? Why is that the worst example? Isn't that a good example? It's it's a good example. I've never heard of those guys before, and that's the only. I don't. I don't even know what their band name is. I just know they have a song that's popular. So isn't that the perfect yeah, example? That's a good example? Yeah. Of like, yeah. of like how house music creates hits that yeah. so that are so disposable and forgettable that you don't even mm-hmm. remember the artists. So maybe yeah, that's yeah. an example. Yeah. So, so is that kind of genre? So I, yeah. I know Batsfinter because I imagine he had more than one hit, more more than more hits than Dota. Oh, you know what? You know, you know what the best example hit. is? Dota was like a cult hit. The best example is Sandstorm, right? Sandstorm is that would be Mario the best Sandstorm. example. Yeah, that's another good example. Because he has no other songs that people will remember, right? Yeah, and then like obviously falls away and then becomes a cult classic eventually because of memes. Okay. Yeah, I mean <sighs> And I appreciate that impact, and you know, because of that, I you know I respect their work, and you know, obviously, it's 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 unfortunate to see 
Well, maybe it's not unfortunate. You know what? Like, if they want to retire, then that's up to them. They probably have a good reason to retire. It's like, unfortunate yeah. for us as a listener, but if that makes their lives better, then that's up to them. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing for for Daft Punk is the fact that they were so sporadic in general. Like, except for the early years, there was like a seven year gap between the album. Like, what was the second last album that they did? Was it a Life Down Seven, which was a live album? Oh, it was, I guess they did Tron Legacy. It was Tron, yeah. I think Tron was yeah, second the second last. They did, they did Tron, but like <clears throat> that was a soundtrack. That doesn't count. Like, hey, yeah. if we're doing my tier list, which we'll get to, that's Disney tier. Doesn't count. And, it, and Tron, Tron Legacy sounds kind of a lot like Human after all. <laughs> like it doesn't really sound like it's a which, it's is, which is their worst album. But yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, Human After Hall has like my third favorite or second favorite uh, Daft Punk song. What's, which, what's your third favorite song? Uh, it's probably, wait, is this on that album? Oh, wait, maybe, oh, maybe it's not. Oh, no, no, it, it's on. Uh, it's, it's Make Love. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like, that's like my favorite, my second favorite, third favorite, whatever. So that's like, it's my favorite off that album at least. Mm, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Human After All, definitely their worst album. CT for sure. If we were to jump into the tier list, nice. I'm not yeah. gonna do it, but but go ahead, ads. Yeah. You, you, you do it. All right, and then you can disagree or agree with any points I bring up. So it is the shortest Daft Punk album. It's also inarguably their worst. And you know, despite what some more harder househeads will say, and with their nostalgia glasses on about random access memories, this is still their worst album. And we'll get into why some house people don't really like random access memories later. The synths are amped up to 99, but realistically, like they just hide how empty the album feels and it doesn't really do anything. And especially off of Discovery, it's really boring. But actually, I think this album was, and I'm going to get to this rant later, was like pretty well received comparatively to Discovery. Although I don't know if that's because Discovery started to pop off in the house scene and then they just felt like, okay, we underrated their last album. Let's pump up the the numbers for the reviews. This one. Yeah. Can I can I interject again and say like how do you know about the history of things that you are like five years old for so well? Like are you what are you going off of when you're doing I this? I just researched like reviews stuff, people were writing, what people do were you, saying in reviews. So you're going back and reading like uh like reviews of Pitchfork and Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They are the uh culture bastions of music, you know. We must the, t- the tastemakers. Yeah, the tastemakers. Taste we must defer all knowledge. To the great gods of the new music tag, the good okay. new music tag of Pitchfork. Thank you, Pitchfork. It's okay. So, yeah. so you, you, you'll, you'll be the tastemaker soon. We're going to get to that. Don't worry. I've got a nice little segue into that. Uh, yeah. So here and after all, it's, it's, it's okay. Like the bones of the album are fine. But in general, the album is just like devoid of any real like content. And all the songs that are good on this album sound way better on Alive 2007 which is in the live tier, it's in a special tier for me, because it's technically a greatest hits album, but it's not one like of the standard ones where they just chuck the 10, 15 fa- like, most famous songs and call it a day. It was a live performance of, of them, and they had a m- mashup of songs, and they have like interludes and intros and outros that build upon and connect the songs. And all the songs on Human After All that sound half decent sound better on li- Alive 2007. So if you are going to listen to those songs, just listen to them on Alive 2007 because they sound better there. Okay, like it is a so-called like. There's nothing really. There's technically the songs aren't new, but there are little additions that make the live album worth listening to over like 
just the regular live album that most people skip over. Moving on to the C tier. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I, I had no opinion on, on what you just no said. Yeah. It sounds good. It sounds, sounds yeah. right, man. Sounds right. So I skipped the B tier because reasons, and I didn't want to drop random access memories. But yeah, in my A tier, I have Homework, which is their debut album. It's the perfect introduction to the brand of French house music that emerges through their, through their albums. And in general, this, the, the whole like, track list is strong. Without being like overpowered by a few hits, obviously around the world is the big hit that like put them on the map. But other than that, the the songs are good. There's not as much variation in like the influences as in their later works. But it's it's a pretty good song. I really like Teachers, like and Homework. They're like probably my two favorite songs from that album. Sorry, Teachers from Homework. It's like one of my favorite uh, song from that album. It's just really fun. It's like very um, how can you call it? very youthful and like youth the ignorance of youth youth kind of thing so that's why i like homework it's 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 a debut album so it's not like their perfect chronicle of work and it probably is pushed up a bit by nostalgia in people's memories but that's one of my favorite and i, I don't have nostalgia to build up on so oh this was 1997 i thought it was 1999 but yeah that's in the 80 and alongside it is much maligned by some househeads random access memories because it's far less a house album, and it's more so an electronic disco funk album with, of course, prog rock influences. And I like Random Access Memories. I know some people who, like, kind of, after he got so popular and he won Grammys, I think he won three Grammys or something like that, people started pushing it down and saying, oh, I wasn't that good. But I don't know. This was m- much more recent, and obviously it has the most their most favorite song, famous song, Get Lucky, which, like, popped off and was on the top 100 top billboard top 200 for like weeks at a time what do you think of random access memories any any thoughts on it <laughs> oh man i, I kind of want to like just leave you out on an island just like walk away so you can talk for like 10 more minutes just monologue to yourself about music man you really care about music man you really care about music yeah i like music what do you think I, of like random I like music too i just i just don't care about the what do you call this? The cultural significance of it? Okay, so no, no, no. I do have thoughts on randomized memories, though. I didn't understand why people were so critic, why it was so critically highly rated. Like when I read reviews and like whatever about it, it seemed to be that all the music critics were like so impressed at how reverential it was to the past. Like, oh my god, this thing is like it's referencing the past in these certain ways. So everyone loves the nostalgia album. No, critics but, like that. Yeah, like, I, yeah, critics love nostalgia albums, but they also hate nostalgia <laughs> albums because if you do it wrong, they'll really shit on it and they'll call it the worst thing in history. So you have to be but, good enough to make a nostalgia album. Yeah, but like, like we're there is, too... a, there, is a, there is like a level that you have to reach of of good before a nostalgia album can be considered good by a critic. Look, look, if I'm too young to not understand the nostalgia behind that, then you're definitely not like... <laughs> Well, then you're definitely too young to like, no, understand. But I understand when people like talk about nostalgia negatively, even like with some like like an Eminem album now versus bef- like you know Eminem. Like let's talk about the Marshall Mathers LPs, the one and two. The reason mm-hmm. why Marshall Mathers LP is good is because a I listened to it when I was a kid and I thought those lines were teen angsty enough that I could just ignore them, even though they were probably bad back then as well. And the quotes were kind of cringe. 
And unlike Kanye, Eminem doesn't have that like, oh, it's Kanye West, you know, like he's joking when he says, I just fucked this model and she just bleached her asshole. Does that make me an asshole? What the fuck the line is? I've just butchered that line. But you know, it's, it's such a stupid line. And Eminem has so many of those stupid lines where they're like cringeworthy. But as a kid, it was like whatever. And you're like, oh, this is funny. But now I listen to Marshmallows LP too. And I'm just like, yeah, you're rapping about the same things, but I grew up. You know, it's like when your favorite punk band comes back for a reunion album, but you lost the punk and you don't dye your hair anymore and you don't have, you don't, you know, I mean, you don't your eyes anymore. It's gone over. You didn't cut yourself. I, I, I mean, yes, <laughs> I, I, I get the point that you understand that you can process the concept of nostalgia. Yes, I, I, I get that. But that I can't use it in this situation. I no, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, no, I'm, maybe I'm agreeing with you, or maybe, I don't know if I'm disagreeing with you or agreeing with you. I'm just saying. Um, I thought like nostalgia didn't really factor into me whether I like random access memories or not. I was like, oh, this is fine, but I just was like blown away by how much the critics, the you know, the music establishment loved it so much. I was like, this is weird. Like, like they're experiencing this in a way that I don't understand at all, and it's so different from my experience that it's kind of like almost it's off-putting. It's like it's like when you know like movie critics, you know the Academy they give like a the best movie award to a movie that's about Hollywood and it's for Hollywood and it's for people who who are in the industry only. Like mm-hmm. what is it that movie? Um, the artist, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember I remember that being always being brought up as an example of like a movie that's only one or, or Argo, I guess, which were like put like I didn't mm-hmm. see either of them by the way, but um, I from what from what I've read, they were considered like perfectly fine movies that got rated by the establishment as like these classics or, or they got a lot of praise because it spoke a language that only the establishment knew. And that's sort of how I felt about Random Access Memories. I thought, hey, that sounds good. That sounds good. It's fine. Like I don't have strong feelings about it. And then there are these critics telling me, oh my God, it's like a seminal album. This is the one of the greatest of all time. I'm like, hey guys, yeah, if you, you I don't do you. It's a seminal album, but it does have Giorgio by Morador and that's a classic in all rights when he says and i put the click on the 24 track and then he says my name is i forgot his first name but everybody calls me jojo and then he jumps into the beat that's fucking that's a legendary moment from random x memories do you even have you even listened to that song which song Giorgio by morado morada nope. nope it wasn't on the radio it so. wasn't because it's a nine minute song and half the song is a like electronic founder kind of like a founder of electronic music speaking about his experiences in the 50s and the 60s and learning the synthesizer and then he's just like recounting it's like it's like you know there's like i we I've, okay now that i think about it i have shit on hollywood for doing similar things yeah but you know duality of man and whatnot but it's like that kind of thing that only like people who actually care about it will want to listen to it and i don't listen to it because a he sounds great and b the beat drop is insane but yeah and also, yeah. just hearing the click go click, 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 click. That's just legendary moment, in my opinion. But yeah. Overall, though, Random Access Memories isn't, like, amazing. It's not their best album, despite what some reviewers would have written at the time. Because I feel like you just repeat... There, there are a lot of songs in it that are almost filler to the point where they feel, like, repetitive. And people are going to be like, haha, house music is repetitive. That's the point of house music. But yeah, like there's two Pharrell Williams songs and Get Lucky was the one that popped off and Lose Yourself to Dance is like kind of, yeah, it's like 
the same song but done again but not quite as poppy it's like why does this exist you probably could have left it out but other than that good album and Giorgio by Morado is definitely a classic yeah I think it's fine like I said so, yeah. so is this is this in your A tier was this in it's your in my A tier yeah okay and then my S tier is of course Discovery which I found out recently that critics didn't like it was actually like their worst rated album, even though everyone agrees nowadays that it's their best album. Which shows once again that the critics you know, absolutely fuck all about anything. Oh, oh, you know what this reminds me of? So like, I'm probably like way more better equipped to, to talk about movies than to talk about uh, music because like, I care more about it. But it reminds yeah. me of how, like, how like, Roger Ebert, he did this thing where he would go back and re-review movies. Because <laughs> like, he that just he got so- Yes, because he got, he got yeah, it so yeah. fucking wrong in, like, in the re-dumps. beginning. Yeah, and I forget like which ones were the most egregious, but there were a couple. Like there, there's like a handful which which he was like, "This movie's bad." And, every, and... It's, it's it's because it's because there yeah. are like set ideals by any reviewer on like what can what constitutes good, and then there are set things that will trigger someone to the point where they can't ignore anything else. Do you get what I mean? Does that make sense? Um, in, in a certain sense, but like, there are expectations that if not met make you ignore other things and like be more critical of something even if it wasn't as bad as it actually was i think i think it's more that um like art doesn't ex- exist in the truly independently of its time I, I i think that's sort of like part of it yeah and discovery obviously has their biggest songs but yeah so right. i think discovery is the perfect electronic album it's a 10 out of, like it's legitimately a 10 out of 10 from every angle and it's one hour and one minute 14 tracks but it's it, unlike the other other albums, which do feel like they have some wasted space. I don't think there's any wasted space on that album. You know, you've, obviously you've got the club the club hits one uh, uh, one more time and harder, better, faster, stronger, which, as I said, was sampled by Kanye West on Stronger, and it was actually the way I got introduced to Daft Punk. That's why I started listening to Daft Punk because it was they were on a Kanye West song. Now that you've had it, so much of my music introductions originated from Kanye West sampling. Or like discussing a, a, an act or whatnot, and I think they they were on a I don't know if they produced they produced one of the weekend songs I forget which one though there was a song by the weekend which was a massive hit that they produced as well so they kind of like that was their first intro into like hip hop and R and B kind of thing. Wow, you are you're going to me for help on on contemporary music. Good work. Yeah, but despite that, you know the big hits are the people ones remember. I like the deeper cuts as well. The second half of the album has. Face to Face and Voyager, and yeah, they they want they're two of my favorites from the album, I think, and so what, that's what? why I think Discovery is the perfect album. Despite, let me let me pull up the Pitchfork, re, sure. Pitchfork Discovery. What, what, I, I want to read what. Anyway. While you do that, let, let me have like a private conversation with Keith. Maybe not so private because we're we're gonna Keith. Should I be like cutting ads off more? Like, is this like, is it good to let him just rant like this? I have no idea. Like, I have no idea if like he's just going too deep into self-indulgence or if this is completely fine because I just have no frame of reference. I don't know. Are you trying to say about as me? It's like, oh, is Ad saying something truly profound and interesting or is he just fucking going off the rails right now? No idea. Kit, do you have any, any, do you have any strong opinions on Daft Punk at all? Do I have any strong opinions on Daft Punk? No. I know their hits. I don't really listen to them outside of that. When when Ads is talking, like how much of it are you absorbing, and how much of it are you like? I'm not paying attention whatsoever. 
<laughs> but it's not because of the. So it's not because of the topic or ads talking. There's just. I watch a lot of GTA RP. And there was a really intense RP scenario happening before we started recording. So I've just been like paying attention to that. I have muted, so I'm just watching it. Are, wait, are, are, are you saying people acting are more interesting than us? Real people talking about real topics? Mm, yes. <laughs> All right. Thank, I don't thank you. I don't think it's like you guys. No, no, you don't, you don't have to say that on the back end. Th- th- thanks, Keith, as always, for keeping us humble. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, like I said, <laughs> okay. reviewers are wrong. But that being said, listen to my reviews because my reviews are never wrong. Sure. And that was the point that I wanted to build up to. That they were wrong, but I'm never wrong. Okay. Unless I am wrong. In which case, I will never admit that I'm wrong. So, therefore, I'm not wrong. Okay. Wait, what, what are you, you going to read us? I thought, I thought you were like, I thought we were filling time until you pulled up the reviews or could read it. You just shout on my review. So, what does it matter? Like, I'm not going to fuck after that. No, no, I, I, I thought we were, we were like filling so you could like look up something. Right, they said, okay, let's, I got it still open. Maybe I just haven't taken enough ecstasy and horse tranquilizers to appreciate the tiny sampled brass ensemble, the too sincere chill out midsection, or the fat drum machine beats that throb in time with my headache. That wow. was like them. Brutal. So they were really harsh on it. Despite saying that, by the way, he still gave it a 6.4, which shows how stupid fucking review systems are. Yep. I agree. I mean, but it's six. You write something like that, you got to give it a fucking three. Isn't six point four on Pitchfork like kind of good? But like, no albums get like a really low score. You know what I mean? You have to get like a seven point five to get best new music or whatever the fuck it's good. As what are your thoughts on Funeral by Arcade Fire? <laughs> I think it's good. I like okay. Arcade Fire. Wait, no, no, no one, no one soured on that. No one, no one soured on that album yet, man. Have they? If they have, I haven't. I don't know. I can understand wait, why people. Wait, wait, wait. So you, 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 you brought up Marshall Mathers LP. Okay, I'm just like fucking all over the place right now. You brought up the Marshall Mathers LP. So that is not considered good now. Like, what's the what's the original? The, uh, still, the original is still considered good. Okay. Because it existed in its time, but then he made oh, a remake. Okay. Uh, he made a second one. Oh, okay, okay. Like, it wasn't like a re like re release. It was an, actually a brand new one. With brand oh, new okay. content, which had okay. some songs that connected to songs on the album. Yeah, so there, yeah. But I, Funeral is still a really good album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, because I was going to say, like, I, I like Marshall Mathers, like, uh, LP, the, the original. And I was like, oh, and you were talking, you're talking about, I was like, oh, I didn't know the opinion had changed. Okay, I, 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 I researched Arcade Fire Funeral, and the first thing that came up Arcade Fire's Funeral 15, the <laughs> album that killed Indie Rock. As, oh, we it. as we knew it, as we knew it, as we knew it, as we knew it, as we knew it. I mean, rocks yeah. dead, but whatever. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I still, I still used to go to like, I still go to like indie rock shows in Brooklyn when the I pandemic mean, was not. There. I mean, do you? Do, yeah, that's why I thought. I used to. Well, I used to. Yeah, no, I used to. I used to. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a boomer. I, I go to shows held by like fellow boomers who can't like fucking let go of indie rock. So, so indie rock will never die. Man, what are you saying? I mean, we'll see. Just listen to Japanese indie rock where you don't understand what the fuck they're saying so you can't critique their bad lyrics and you can just Dude. pretend the sound make good sound. You never introduce indie rock. It's always like uh, like like some sort of like electronic pop or, or dream pop or some shit like that. I've definitely done an indie rock. Really? If I, I'm going to do an indie rock album next week, it's going to be Funeral by Arcade Fire. But this maybe, week, maybe, listen to Daft Punk. 
maybe I'm bad at genreing shit because like whenever whenever I listen to the uh, the Japanese stuff you send me, it sounds like whatever you call it. It sounds like alt pop. You know, that, you know that's what There's I would definitely say. Definitely some yeah. indie rock in that. Really? All right. Maybe, maybe I'm just bad at genreing music. All right. So wait, do you want to finish your tier list? That was it. Wait, was that, it? that was the top okay. of the tier list. That was the S tier. Oh, amazing. Okay. So let's close out by uh, asking for money again, ironically, yep, of course. Yep, that's what I was going to say. And ironically also, slash unironically asking for money. And, and, and congratulating Naomi Saka. Yeah, yep, she won the Australian Open. I was watching that. And now that's, that is Grand Slam. Well, that's, well, no, no. Like, officially, congratulate. I would like to congratulate Naomi Saka for winning the Australian Open. Her third uh, grant, uh, what do you call it? It's Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. Yeah, yeah. So Wait, it's only your third? Yeah, it's a third of her career. Okay, I thought, I thought she had more. Think she That's okay, though. That, that's okay. She has, and the Australian Open ones. That's okay, though. She's got like, yeah. But I think so, is that it? Would, yeah, that's it. What do you want me to say? I, th- I thought you. I thought you were her greatest fan. Like she's one of your. She's like. I am her greatest fan. I saw that she uh, dyed her hair pink. Well, I don't know if she dyed it. Was she's wearing a wig? I'm not sure. You. Dude, you're very. Happy. I don't want to seem weird. Okay. What if she sees? He's this. When we're in a relationship in five years. <laughs> five years far away, man. I'll make it two years. Okay. And then she okay. sees me being weird on this. Now you're making me weird, and this is definitely gonna get to her. I'm fucking. I'm doomed. All right. All right. Oh man. And plug um, us. Give us some money. Plug us our money. So like so, fly to Japan. All right. So, you know, guys, you, you, you don't think it'd be a little bit, it'd be funny, ironic, if you send us a bit of money on ko-fi.com slash, slash the jujus. Come on. It'll be, it'll be a good joke. It would be like, ah, I'm supporting this podcast that's for like five listeners by two guys who don't give a shit and give you a shitty podcast every week come on be funny get me funny like i mean like where else are you gonna spend your money I, I know you guys are rich just know that so, every dollar you send us goes to making the wax awful kitchen closer to reality by that's eating true. other people's burgers so that we have ideas that's true if you ever want to eat the ads burger wait is it called the ads burger my one was the worst if you want to eat the other ones if you ever want to eat the ads burger no no that's yours is the healthiest actually yours is the one that won't kill you yeah so if you ever want to eat the ads burger, the wax half fries, or the Keith burger, just, just keep sending us money. The 100 watt burger. The what? The 100 watt burger. Oh, we made it a thousand now. Oh, thousand. the 100 watt warlock. The one, the one, the 100 watt warlock. Yes. Yeah, but 100 watt warlock burger sounds too long, so I just showed him it's 100 watts. Keith, 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 cl- close us out. Last. Role no, 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 this, this episode, this episode is like already like an hour, 20 minutes long. It's off the rails. Let, let, let's end it with like, Keith I really just want to like cut off this whole ending. Cause it's just a rambling nonsense. That's, you know what? It's up to you. I'm cool with cutting everything we <clears throat> said. All right. Especially wax making me look bad. So if we cut the ending, that's good. All right. Make you look bad. Okay. See you guys next week. With, oh wait, next week, next week, special guest, special guest. We're bringing we on our special guest now. Yeah, cool. yeah, we're, we're bringing on our friend Sheep, who is a gaming industry expert. So make sure to tune in. We may not talk about gaming, but maybe we will. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.